Welcome to a special Sumner County High School Sports presentation. Live and streaming worldwide at WHINradio.com. It's Gallatin High School Basketball. WHIN Radio, your local Sumner County High School sports broadcast leader. Now let's get ready for tonight's game. and welcome into WHIN's broadcast of Sumner County High School Basketball. You're listening to the Green Wave Network alongside Austin Miller. I am Zach Womble live from Portland High School as your Gallatin Green Wave look to get one more win on the season up here, up on the ridge, just a few minutes away, trying to get a little bit of revenge after last uh, couple weeks lost to Portland at home. Lady Panthers and Lady Wave are wrapping up their game right now. Portland leading Gallatin 40 to 36 with a minute 30. Austin, it's been a couple days since I've seen you. How you doing, man? Yeah, man, been a couple days. It's it's been good. Uh, the weather's surprisingly getting warmer <laughs> than it has been the last week or two. So definitely a good week for that. Um, unfortunately, morning morning the loss of a loved one. So I had a funeral to go to and celebration of life tomorrow. So just been dealing with that this week. But good to to be out on the basketball court tonight to, to see the Green Wave play. Absolutely. Sorry you're going through that. Uh, thoughts and prayers with, with you and all your loved ones and all your friends and family as you go through this difficult time. As Gallatin looking to try and trim this deficit down by four. Just just now turning the ball over back over to Portland. Minute 16 left to go in this fourth quarter. Austin, I know we're jumping on a little bit early here in the broadcast and maybe doing a little bit preview of this game a little early as, as Portland misses the layup. Going to be... Out of bounds, but foul on Gallatin is the call. Going to send Portland back to the charity stripe. Austin, I know we're, we're logging into this game a little bit early, but um, this was a game we were excited for. We had to get up here for. When you pulled into the parking lot, it was it was packed. I, I you know I made the the joke that the whole town came out, and there's a lot of support here tonight for both Gallatin and Portland. Uh, just kind of your overall thoughts on the atmosphere that we've got brewing, Austin. Yeah, like you said, it's it's a packed house to the point that the bleachers upstairs were closed, and now they're open and. People are starting to fill in up here. We thought we had it by ourselves up here, but <laughs> we're going to be surrounded. But we mentioned it when we played Portland at home, the atmosphere against an in-county school, yeah. whether it's a new rivalry or an old rivalry, is always going to be good. Uh, the student sections are already already pretty full and pretty deep, and the, the crowd's getting into it already. There's been some whistles that the fans yeah. haven't liked, and, and they're definitely getting into it. So I'm excited about the boys' game. And, you know, I, I really like to see this – crowd and energy in a in a women's game yeah um, i'm glad high school women's basketball is is getting to that point now and um 
I'm excited for them that they get to experience this and can't wait for the boys because, you know, they're going to crank it up crank it up a couple notches once they hit the court. Absolutely. And if you're wondering who all is in attendance tonight here at Corey, Bre Corey Brewer Court, you've got Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Antonio Brown, Saquon Barkley, Adanian White, uh, just to name a few, Sean Alexander, Eddie George is here. So the Stars came out tonight for this basketball game. <laughs> they did, and, and the people that are listening are probably like, holy crap, let me come and get some autographs. <laughs> well, it just happens to be jersey night for the Portland Panthers student section. Um, I, I like seeing all these different jerseys and, and see these kids wearing these jerseys from back in the the 90s that they don't know nothing about <laughs> except YouTube videos. That's, so That's right. Um, that's right. Cool, cool to see them come out and do so. Absolutely. And, you know, Gallatin student section is just wearing the green. They're wearing the, the prideful green. And as I mentioned, the, the road team fans made the travel. It's not far from Gallatin High School. You know, I was talking to a couple students here who are who's going to be running this uh, this this exterior light that's beside me for the starting lineups. And I, asked, and I asked him, I said, hey, is, you know, what was today like at school? Was it a big deal? I mean, especially after getting that first win on the road at Gallatin, maybe maybe shocking people, what was what was mood like at school? And he just said, you know, big rivalry game tonight. We knew everyone was going to come out. We knew everyone was going to show up and be loud. And so now it's on our it's now it's it's on our end to, to show up and deliver for this crowd. So I'm expecting uh, really good basketball here tonight. And, you know, I'll say this, though, Austin, when you've got a team – uh, that maybe picked up a win that maybe was a little bit surprising to people. And then you come home, you're trying to get that sweep. Is there any pressure? I mean, you, you know, you go to school all day and you've got your friends and you got your peers pumping you up and telling you how good you are and uh, this, that, and the other. And so now you come back home and you're playing in front of those fans. Does that put any added pressure on you? Is it easier to play away from home than it is at home? You know, there's always pressure in, in, in an in-county game like this especially with Portland coming off a big win against us in the last game. And last game was on uh, Thanksgiving break. So it was on a Monday where school was not in session. Now we've got a, a Friday night. Friday night lights are over. So now everybody's coming out and watching Friday night basketball. So I feel like there's going to be more pressure just because the atmosphere is going to be there. Um, and I feel like when you have all those people that come out for you, and it's constant yelling and screaming. There's always going to be that pressure. There's always going to be those butterflies that, that hit these kids. As Portland steps to the line to try to put this game on ice, leading 41-36 with 53 seconds left as Lady Panthers nail their second free throw, now up by seven with just 54 seconds left, 53.9 to be exact. Um, Austin? Had a little bit of a, I know this has nothing to do with the basketball game, but wanted to share it with people. But, you know, for a long time I was very sad, much like the rest of America, when the snack wrap uh, was discontinued from McDonald's. But then BK, Burger King, decided to indeed let us have it our way and introduce the snack wrap. So I actually had a couple snack wraps on the way to the game tonight, Austin. And so uh, that was a nice little discovery for me. I didn't realize Burger King still had, I didn't know they had the snack wrap. So, Shout out to uh, the King for, for putting putting us on to those snack wraps as Portland trying to break press, getting into the front court, going to be fouled. We'll go to the charity stripe up by six as, what's his last name? Sanford. Jackson Sanford visits us up here up top. He was uh, he was coming to let us know that we sound good. Our, nice. Our volume's good. Nice. Um, 
So he was just letting us know that. He said, you need to be turned up just a little bit. Turn me up just uh, a little bit. Turn, turn you up just a little bit. Uh, but other than that, we're not buffled. We, sa- we sound good. But right before I took my headset off to listen to you, I mean, listen to him, you were talking about the BK snack wraps. Yeah. I stopped at Arby's and got me a, a Greek Euro is what I call it. Some yeah. people may call it a gyro. I don't know. Euro. I call it a Euro. But, you know, pr- pretty darn good. And there's <laughs> not a lot of restaurants up here in Portland, so it's a, it's a fast food type night. Yeah, that's you're exactly right. It is a, it is a fast food type of night. Shout out to Blaine Keller from Main Street Media, the Gallatin News, Portland Sunday Hendersonville Standard for being in attendance tonight here covering both of these teams. Blaine does a wonderful job for Main Street Media. For, so for all of your local coverage, make sure you're tuning in to Blaine and seeing what he has to say around Summer County as Gallatin just frantically trying to get a shot up. They do. They get a three on the way. It's no good. Rebound pulled down by Portland, still up by eight with ten seconds left, and that should do it, Austin. Looks like the Lady Panthers are going to get their revenge Yep, on the Green Wave as, you know, I believe, don't hold me to it, but I believe that the Green Wave beat the Panthers by 18 or 20 when we played them at home. I know it was a, it was a, a big game for us and finally a game where we came out and, and got everything going, X's and O's, and, and put it to them. So this was definitely Portland's revenge game tonight on us. And like I said, you know, you come home and you get to play in front of your home crowd. It's a big day at the school. Obviously, these ladies were very much up for this basketball game. You're right. Um, one by 14 last time these two teams played, which was just on November 20th. Gallatin won 49-35. And here they are. Almost identical score, Austin, 46-36. Right. It's Unfortunately, this will be the last time these two teams match up against each other as we're no longer in the same district won't match up in the region. So you can see the Lady Panthers are, are excited, fired up right now as as this is a big win for them. As it's an in-county rivalry. There's, this is no longer a big-time district matchup, so it's just a, a good old, old-fashioned rivalry. 46-36 is your final as Gallatin falls to Portland on the road. Boys are getting ready to make their way out onto the floor here shortly. Welcome by their cheerleaders and student sections. Portland cheerleading, st- excuse me, Portland student section holding up some signs saying that they stand on business. That's what it says, B-I-D. I'm just reading it. I'm not trying to sound cool. That's what it says. And then they've got a number. Number 12 is the Goat of Charges. And number five is Chase is on the case. So some pretty neat signs from Portland home crowd as the Lady Panthers make their way to the locker room in the same outlet as the as the boys team. Customary as they run out first. Panthers do. Still waiting on the green wave to make their way onto the floor. Of course, Portland met with booze from the Gallatin student section. And the green wave now out onto the floor. Zach, this one's going to be a loud one tonight. Yes, it's, it is. The, I, I just took my headset off just to listen to how loud it was, and it, it's already pretty loud. Uh, when when Galton was running out, the whole Galton side was cheering, and the, and the Portland side was booing. So it, it's, it's going to be one of those games. It's going to be a hostile environment. I have that written in my notes that this will be a hostile environment tonight just because of what happened in the last game. We're out for revenge. And I guess we're going to try to stand on that business tonight. Yeah, I guess so. Just under 10 minutes until tip. We're going to take a short break. 
Don't go anywhere. You listen to the Green Wave Network on WHIN Radio. In search of a trustworthy, locally owned and operated roofing company? Look no further than Shrum's Roofing Company in Gallatin. A family-owned business founded by three brothers, Shrum's Roofing, one of the top residential and commercial roofing companies in Tennessee. Listen to this review from Joe J. This is a professional operation. It was impressive to watch the crew work. They take great pride to protect the customer's property and maintain an immaculately clean job site. So whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, Shrum's Roofing has all your needs covered, including a lifetime warranty. Call today for a free estimate. 615-657-4489. That's 675-4489. Or visit their website and fill out a service request at shrumsroofing.com. You'll be in great hands with Shrum's Roofing in Gallatin. Shrumsroofing.com. Shrum's Roofing. Proud to bring you the Sumner County High School Sports Report. Awesome. Welcome back. Welcome back into WHIN Radio, Green Wave Network on WHIN Radio. Austin, about six and a half minutes until tip-off here at Portland High School as Green Wave and Panthers are warming up as we speak. Also, I'm messing with my sound here. Yeah, I, I can't hear you too well. Zach. There we go. There we go. Now I got you. There we go. Uh, but, yeah, both teams warming up uh, just over six and a half minutes until tip-off here at Portland High School as Gallatin. Two wins. Bobby Luna, Coach Bobby Luna, two wins away from 500 at Gallatin. Of course, Portland trying to get to, I believe, four and one on the season. Gallatin trying to get to four and two on the campaign. We mentioned earlier how Gallatin is looking for a little bit of a revenge. Austin, none bigger. You know, we, we talked about last week before Lebanon game. Who's kind of been the guys that step up for this, this Green Wave team this year? And, you know, we mentioned Logan Hessen as, as a guy that's, that's kind of been there all season long, been a, been a good body down low. But against Lebanon, man, he really kind of asserted his dominance, both on the glass, offensively, defensively. He scored buckets when they needed it. He scored tough points when they needed it, too. Got big rebounds, got second, second-hand looks. 
Is that, do you think that's something we can expect from Logan as we move forward? Or is you think that was a one-off game because Lebanon, you know, he, like he said, they just kind of left the boards wide open? Or is that something you kind of are growing to expect from, from Hess in this season? Yeah, I am. And he's an aggressive player, and he plays well uh, down low, and he, he crashes the boards pretty darn well. Also, and he's, he's averaging – He's averaging six boards a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, against Lebanon earlier in the week, he had he had 15 uh, with 12 points and 15. So he's averaging eight points a game with six rebounds. I feel like that's that's consistently going to be Logan Hessen this year. Um, and I have it in my notes as well. I feel like you're you're speaking everything into existence. Um, big boys must box out tonight. Yeah, I, I feel like when we played. Portland two weeks ago, we struggled on that. They had a lot of second chance opportunities, and they cleaned up the glass as well. Limit Portland to offensive rebounds. I feel like if we if we crash the boards as well as we did against Lebanon, we're going to see a different outcome uh, in this game, unlike two weeks ago at home. You know, Logan mentioned something after the win last week against Lebanon. What Portland really did well was cut. They cut really well, both to the basket, backdoor cuts, um, just along the perimeter as well. So, uh, a hard-fought team, a, a, a hard-working team Portland is. And I think now that Gallatin has kind of been hitting the mouth a little bit, they, they may be a little bit more expecting it tonight. So maybe the, the defense is a little bit more crisp. And, and maybe Portland doesn't hit them with as many back cuts, doesn't get as many second-chance looks, because I really think that's what, what hurt them in the first game. And, you know, just a little bit too late in the second half, down by 12 at halftime, just a little bit too much to try to make up uh, after the break. As we are under four minutes to go to the start of this basketball game, my, my biggest take out of tonight is who on the Green Wave is is going to stop JoJo Lyles? Right. When, when we played him at home two weeks ago, he, he was he was that guy. He was he was their backbone with with twenty three points, and it seemed like we didn't have an answer for him. We would cut the deficit down, and here came JoJo Lyles with a with a jump shot or a layup or drawing a foul and and shooting free throws. So between JoJo Lyles and and Chase Runyon, we have to stop those two guys. And and for us, DeCosta Ricks uh, started the season off hot with two 20-point performances. He's kind of slowed down on the offensive side. I'm anxious to see him get back into it tonight, have a great game from him. Isaiah Barr had 20-21 against this team last time we played him. So the good thing is we've got Traverius Reed, who's averaging double Double figures. You got R.J. Crenshaw, who's up there with eight to nine points a game. Uh, Maxwell Moore, eight points a game. Uh, so I feel like what Portland saw the first time they saw us, even though that was only two weeks ago, I feel like we have matured a lot as a team since then. We're getting a lot more guys involved rather than trying to make it a one-man or a two-man show. I agree completely. Well said, Austin, as now the teams are just entering their shoot-around phase about two and a half minutes until – Starting lineups are introduced here at Portland High School. You're right, you know, Hessen's got to play big. DeCosta Ricks, you need him. R.J. Crenshaw, you need his defense. You know, one thing I haven't said about R.J. Crenshaw that has just really impressed me this entire season is just his defensive prowess, his defensive uh, presence on that end of the floor. Not only do you know what he can do on the glass, what he can do inside the paint when he can stretch the floor, you know, when he tries to, when he wants to, uh, but defensively, he is an animal. He is everywhere. At six foot four, 180 pounds, he he really uses that length and that wingspan 
to be able to stay in front of defenders and, and arguably one of Gallatin's best defenders. They usually put him at the top of any defense and kind of let him kind of dictate the flow of the perimeter. So R.J. Crenshaw, he's going to be key tonight. His defense is going to be key. I think Kamari Watkins, I know he got off on a slow start at Lebanon. Maybe confidence will shrink a little bit. He's going to be have to be big tonight if, if Gallatin wants to walk away a winner here tonight. So they're going to need a full team effort against this Portland team who has big, big plans of making a run in Class 3A this year. They are, and, and one thing that I am hoping to see from the Green Wave is continue to pressure on defense like we did at Lebanon. We saw what happened when we made the adjustments at halftime. We came out and forced turnovers and forced bad passes and had, had quick hands and, and got a lot of steals. Looking at notes today, Portland Portland's best quarter is their first. They're, aver they're averaging 22 points in the first quarter. We're only averaging 11. So get this thing started on defense, set the environment, and play fast. Start fast, play fast, end fast for four straight quarters. I want to see us have a complete game, which I feel like we haven't done so yet, and I think tonight would be a perfect night to do so in our revenge game of the Portland Panthers. If Gallatin can get the win, it puts Bobby Luna at 499 at Gallatin, meaning that next trip at Hunter's Lane next Tuesday could be the one where he gets number 500 on the road. But this one certainly won't be easy. I know last two weeks ago before this game, we maybe counted this one as an easy dub, but Portland showed they are no pushover. And when it comes to 3A play this year, whether it's Station Camp, White House, or any other team in their district, they're going to be for a game full of hard-fought, aggressive Portland Panther basketball players, and they are a team that is eager to try and make a run at this thing. Head coach John Ferguson in his second year doing a wonderful job with this Portland team. Alumna, alumnus of the school, playing with Corey Brewer and Jason Rogan. So he obviously has this Portland team, this Portland community headed in the right direction as starting lineups getting ready to be introduced. I'll bring that to you now. Well, I thought I was going to bring it to you now, but still waiting on. Welcome to Portland High School. Welcome to the Portland Panthers. Uh, tonight we have a boys varsity basketball matchup between the Gallatin Greenway and the Portland Panthers. Starting for Gallatin, number zero, R.J. Crenshaw. Number two, Traverius Reed. Number three, DeCosta Ricks. And there is your starting lineup for Gallatin tonight on the road at Portland. Kamari Watkins, Logan Hessen, DeCosta Ricks, Traverius Reed, and R.J. Crenshaw. Your starting five for Gallatin as Portland now dimming the lights to introduce their home standing Panthers. Portland with a nice video board in their gym this year. Showing some highlights of their players on the board. Looks like JoJo Lyles, Chase Runyon will be a couple starters for Portland. Skyler Hicks as well. I do apologize. I don't have the Portland players memorized like I do Gallatin. Will Hester going to be a starter. And Braden Thornberry 
going to be your starters for Portland as soon as they introduce them. Currently showing highlights of their win over Gallatin at Jerry Bradenburg Gymnasium. starting lineup for Portland High School as they get set to take on Gallatin as soon as they get these lights turned on. I'll be able to fix our levels a little bit there. Austin, I had to turn them up so that I could get you guys the starting lineup for both of these schools. R.J. Crenshaw going to jump it up for Gallatin against Skyler Hicks for Portland. We're going to stay here, Zach, we're going to move us down just a little bit. You want to try to move us? Yeah. There we go. And with this, Galton wins the tip over to DeCosta Ricks. And we're underway. Ricks into the front court over to Traverius Reed. Reed takes a screen from Kamari Watkins, gives it over to Watkins in the corner. Watkins looking down low for Hessen, can't find him, gives it back over to Ricks. Ricks to Reed. Reed to Crenshaw, down to Watkins in the low post. One dribble, back out to Crenshaw, fix the three. Then gives it over to Logan Hessen. Hessen over to Reed, swings it over to Ricks. Ricks drives baseline, pulls up, tries to pass it. Instead, loses the ball, picked up by Portland. Panthers want to push fast into the front court. Over to JoJo Lyles, ball knocked away, but over to Portland. Back to Chase running, pulls up 12-footer, no good. Ball still loose, picked up by Gallatin. Traverius Reed going to walk it into the front court. Going to pass it over to Costa Ricks. Ricks looking over to Watkins along the perimeter. Over to Reed. Reed back to Ricks for three. No good. Rebound to Portland. JoJo Lyles going to push. Gets it quickly up to Will Hester. Hester up. No good. Layup. Ball still loose. Picked up by Lyles. Lyles up for two but fouled. Portland quickly got out of the fast break. And then no one boxed out JoJo Lyles, who got the offensive rebound, went back up strong, fouled on the play, going to the line for two. So far, it looks like we're going to have a big-time defensive battle with us tonight. JoJo Lyles' first free throw up and good as Will Hester was the one to bring down that loose ball for the Panthers. Lyles' second free throw up and good. Portland with a 2-0 lead early as Kamari Watkins inbounds it to DaCosta Ricks. Ricks, hip-high dribble into the front court. Gets it over to Logan Hessen along the perimeter. Hessen to Watkins, swings it back over to Ricks. Ricks back to Hessen on the low block. Hessen got to kick it back, to, back out to Reed. Reed over to Ricks. Ricks back down to Hessen on the low block. One dribble up, left hand good. There Logan Hessen using the glass. Left hand ties this up at two. Will Hester going to walk it into the front court for the Panthers. Guarded by Traverius Reed. Gets the ball over to JoJo Lyles. 
Lyles going to throw a backdoor cut to Chase Runyon for the for the loop or excuse me the oop oop layup as Portland or excuse me Gallatin pushes into the front court. Javarius Reed along the perimeter in front of the student section over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw back to Reed for three. No good. Rebound. Loose. Picked up by Portland. Will Hester. Going to push it into the front court. Going to get it over to Braden Thornton in the corner. Thornton swings it over to JoJo Lyles for three. Too, go too strong. Rebound. Logan Hessen on the foul. Loose ball foul called there on Portland as Hessen went up to get the rebound. Kamari Watkins inbounds it to DeGosta Ricks. Ricks, yo-yo dribble into the front court. Gets it over to Logan Hessen. Hessen over to Watkins who swings it back to Ricks. Ricks looking down low. Has to give it to Crenshaw. Crenshaw, one dribble. Back to Reed in the corner. Reed over to Ricks. Ricks drives. Back out to Reed. Corner three. No good. Rebound Gallatin over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw, one dribble. Up strong. Too strong. Gets his own rebound. Throws it up. No good. But the foul. R.J. Crenshaw going to go to the line shooting two. Good job right there by R.J. Crenshaw in the paint, just following his own shot and going up again and drawing the foul for a chance at two free ones. Number double zero will shoot two for Gallatin. Trying to tie this game up. His first free throw, no good. Off the side rim. Crenshaw. Second free throw spins, dribbles once, sets, fires. Free throw good, 4-3 Portland. Early first quarter, JoJo Lyles going to walk it into the front court for the Panthers. Guarded by DeCosta Ricks, gets it over to Will Hester. Hester guarded by Reed, gets it over to Hicks. Hicks to Runyon. Runyon thought about a three, pulls it down, tries to get middle, gives it over Braden Thornton, top of the key, three, good. Braden Thornton cashing in from long range. Portland, 7-3. Five minutes left to go in this first quarter. Ricks into the front court. Gets a screen from Kamari Watkins. Goes left. Gets it over to Traverius Reed. Reed back to Crenshaw. Crenshaw thought about a three. Trying to get it down low. They do to Logan Hessen. One dribble left. Up. No good. Rebound Portland. JoJo Lyles into the front court. Has the ball shortly knocked away, but picks it back up. Over to Braden Thornton. Thornton over to Runyon. Runyon. Shot fake, dribble, pull up, no good. Rebounds loose. Offensive rebound to Portland. Get it back over to Braden Thornton in the corner. Thornton makes a move. Tries to get to the basket. Travel. Call for the walk. Got caught doing too much there, Austin. Yeah, he did. And and as, as I preach defensive pressure, we're putting a decent amount of pressure on him, but Portland is, is playing great defensive on us so far. We're not doing really much but just passing the ball. So get the ball down to the big man, work the, work the offense, move the ball, get an open shot. DeCosta Ricks into the front court, gets it over to Isaiah Barr along the perimeter. Barr takes a screen from Hessen, who gets it down low to Hessen. Hessen, one dribble, has to kick it back out to Traverius Reed. Reed over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw top of the key, over to Barr, in the corner for the three. In and out, no good. Rebound, Will Hester. Hester then called, or excuse me, Hessen then called for a loose ball foul on Hester. Hester hit the ground hard there, slow to get up. Not a, not a bad shot, that's... Moving the ball around a lot better so far. Found the open man. He just missed the three. Portland. Going to inbound it from Chase Runyon to JoJo Lyles. Lyles content with walking this into the front court. Guarded by DeCosta Ricks. Lyles gets it over to the corner to Braden Thornton. 
Thornton, short corner, works to the elbow, gets it back over to Chase Runyon for three. In and out, no good. Rebound, Logan Hessen. Gallatin wants to push. DeCosta Ricks quickly into the front court along the perimeter. Back to Hessen, who gives it to Ricks. Ricks thought about a three, instead gets it over to R.J. Crenshaw in front of the student section. Over to Barr. Barr to Ricks in the corner, looking down low, can't get it to Hessen. Over to Reed, top of the key. Now it's in Barr's hands. Barr. Fakes one, fakes, one, fakes one way, goes the other. Foul on the floor. He faked right, went left. He was fouled on the play. That's Thornton's second foul here early in the first quarter. Evan Brown checking in for Portland. As well as a guy with a number I don't have. Traverius Reed going to inbound it from under his own basket. He does. Gets it up to R.J. Crenshaw, who has to give it over to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks, top of the key, going to give her a read, corner three, up and in and out, no good, rebound Portland. JoJo Lyles with the board, pushes it into the front court, picks up a screen, top of the key, throws it away. Reed, going to push quickly into the front court, going to drive baseline, cut off quickly by Lyles, gets it back out to Crenshaw for three, thought about it, nope, Crenshaw drives to the bucket instead, has to throw up a wild shot. And one. And one. Count the foul, R.J. Crenshaw. Faked the three, drove baseline, put it up, and one with the chance for the old-fashioned three-point play. That foul was on Skylar Hicks. That is his second of the first quarter. 7-5 as Portland leads. 2.52 left to go in this first quarter. Crenshaw with a chance to cut it to one. Free throw is up and no good, but rebound out to Gallatin. DeCosta Ricks brings it along the perimeter. Going to drive baseline, throws up a runner. Good. DeCosta Ricks. Ties this one at seven. JoJo Lyles going to bring it into the front court. Trying to get it to Evan Brown in the corner. They do. Hand off Brown, top of the key. Illegal screen. Illegal screen, number 10. Is the call. I don't have his numbers he's, or information either. He's not on He's not on our, our roster. Had a little bit of a number change he's prior not. to the start of the game. 7-7 ball game, 2.33 left to go in this first quarter. As Gallatin with their chance to claim their first lead of the game. DeCosta Ricks walks it into the front court, throws up the L, then gives it over to Traverius Reed. Reed takes the screen from Crenshaw. Instead has to give it to Watkins. Watkins to Ricks. Ricks tries to get middle. Instead has to pass it over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw looking for a teammate, gets it to Barr. Barr going to drop baseline after the shot fake. Throws up the little floater, no good. Rebound out to Portland. Chase Runyon. He's got number of numbers if he wants it. He attacks the rim. It's a charge. Oh, God. Blocking foul is the call. Runyon seemed a little bit out of control there, but I don't know that Watkins got there in time for the charge call. I, I believe they gave that to Traverius Reed. Was that on Reed? That was Reed. Like you said, I thought he was out of control, but he still may have been moving his feet. Chase Runyon's first free throw is up and good. Second free throw along the way is good. 9-7 Portland. R.J. Crenshaw inbounding it to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks going to yo-yo dribble it into the front court. Picks up a screen from Kamari Watkins. Tries to get to Watkins down low. That ball thrown away. Nope. Jump ball is the call. Arrow in favor of the Panthers. That was a tough pass, Austin. It Threw it into double coverage. He did throw it into double coverage. A little football term, but... Uh, even though Kamari's a, a strong 
H-back for the green wave. He couldn't pull that one down. JoJo Lyles, hip-high dribble into the front court, guarded by DeCosta Ricks. Lyles gets it over to Runyon, who's guarded by Crenshaw. Runyon gets it to Will Brown. Thought about a three, call for the travel instead. He wanted the three. He should have took it, Austin. He should have. He, he tried to hit him a little pump fake and a dribble drive, but the man met the legend, Corey Heppard, the stripes tonight got him for a walk. Crenshaw going to inbound to Ricks. Ricks into the front court. Gets it over to Isaiah Barr. Barr looking for Devontae Harris, who checks in for the first time. Harris got away with a walk. Gets it over to Maxwell Moore. Moore to Barr in the corner. Gets it down low to Crenshaw. Crenshaw on the low block. Gets it back to Barr in the corner for three. Throws it up. No good. Rebound Maxwell Moore. Throws it up and in. Maxwell Moore with the offensive rebound, putting it in and tying this game at nine. Huge rebound, huge putback shot right there by Maxwell Moore. Portland into the front court. Got away with a double dribble. Panthers get it up to Evan Brown between the circles. Guarded by Isaiah Barr. Brown hands it off to JoJo Lyles. Lyles wants a screen from Chase Runyon at the top of the key. He gets one. Lyles getting to throw it down low. Nice pass, but he blew the layup. Gallatin with the rebound. DeCosta Ricks into the front court quickly. Ricks between the legs, gets to the cup, throws up a shot, foul call, sending to the stripe for two. DeCosta Ricks in between the legs, drove baseline, left side, fouled on the play, will go to the charity stripe for two. Yeah, nice move there by DeCosta Ricks just to beat his defender outside on the perimeter and drive the lane and draw the foul. DeCosta Ricks, one spin, two dribbles, first free throw up, in and out, no good. Gallatin trying to get their first lead of the game, but it's not coming easy. You know, you know, Zach, DeCosta's only shooting 54% this year from the line, so he started the year struggling from the line a bit and misses the front end of, of those two shots. Ricks, one spin, one spin, one dribble, second shot, no good. Rebound, Maxwell Moore. Moore goes up strong and one, plus the foul. Maxwell Moore th- showing some emotion. His second straight offensive rebound plus the putback. And the foul sends him to the charity stripe for the chance for the old-fashioned three-point play. Maxwell Moore coming in here doing the dirty work. Moore's first free throws up and good. Cashing in on that three-point play. It's Gallatin 12, Portland 9 for their first lead of this basketball game. Evan Brown, hip-high dribble into the front court, guarded by Devontae Harris. Brown looking for a teammate, hands it off, gets it over to his teammate, Will Hester. Hester hits him with the backdoor cut. That was a beautiful pass, beautiful cut. Portland's got two players on the floor right now that they don't have numbers for. As Gallatin with 19 seconds, DeCosta Ricks slow walking, it, slow walking it into the front court. Ricks gets it over to Devontae Harris. Harris hands it back to Ricks. 10 seconds left and counting. 12-11 Gallatin. Ricks guarded closely. Gets the screen from Maxwell Moore. Ricks getting to the middle. Throws up a shot. No foul. Gets his own rebound. Shot is good, but they don't count it after the buzzer. There's a lot of contact there down low, Austin. No foul, though, as Gallatin ends this first quarter leading 12-11. to 11. They did. They let, they let that one ride out, but, you know, I, I would much rather us let a game like this ride out with touch fouls rather than, than calling everything. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. You listen to the Green Wave Network on whinradio.com. <laughs>
here to Portland High School as Gallatin leads 12 to 11 into the first quarter. Austin, it was a slow start for this green wave, but now they're out in front after eight minutes. Let's see if they can put together another strong eight minutes here as they get the ball first to start this second quarter. DeCosta Ricks walks it into the front court, gets it over to Logan Hessen in front of the Portland student section. Hessen sets a screen for Traverius Reed, top of the key. Reed doesn't use it, has almost thrown away. Instead, picked up by DeCosta Ricks. Ricks gets it back over to Reed. Reed back to Ricks. Ricks going to drive middle. He dishes Beautiful it off pass. to Logan Hessen. Beautiful pass. Someone called Mike Jones because I got a dime that's top of the line. DeCosta Ricks, 14-11 Gallatin. <laughs> there you are again with the with the, the little sayings that cracked me up mid-game. Portland nearly throwing it away. Gets it over to the corner. Thought about a three. Will Hester instead driving middle. Throws up the runner. Bouncing in. Ball nearly stolen away as DeCosta Ricks lazily brings it in. Ricks going to attack middle. Dishes it out to Logan Hessen. Hessen one dribble. Throws it up. Left hand and the foul. Flex on him number 33. Logan Hessen is, is answering your question from the pregame, Zach. Yep, that he is. Logan Hessen doing a good job converting his free throw up. In and out, no good. 16-13 Gallatin as Portland wants a quick timeout. John Ferguson does not like what he sees from his Portland Panthers team. But DeCosta Ricks doing a good job breaking down the D. I know on that on that play in particular, Evan Brown, he got caught in the backcourt on trying to get the screen. So Gallatin had numbers. But back-to-back -back plays, DeCosta Ricks has done a really good job breaking down the defense, getting to the middle, and then dishing off to Hessen down low for the easy score. Yeah, he's doing a good job. He's not forcing anything. He's letting the game come to him, and he's reading his defenders. He's reading them well. He's getting around them on the perimeter, and it's opening up a man down low. When you got a guy like Hessen, he's going to be open. He's going to be a big body. He's going to create space. You feed the man down low, and he's going he's gonna to execute the points. Both teams now coming out of the timeout. As Gallatin leading 16-13 over Portland. 7.09 left to go in this second quarter as the Panthers inbound it. JoJo Lyles walking into the front court. Trying to get it over to the corner. The ball knocked out of bounds by Gallatin. Good hands by Logan Hessen. Chase Runyon going to inbound it for the Panthers. Looking for his teammate. Gets it out. Top of the key between the circles. Gets it over to Evan Brown. Brown, long three in front of the home stands. No good. Not even close. DeCosta Ricks going to run. Ricks along the right side. Thinking about baseline. Instead has to pull it out. Get it over to Traverius Reed. Top of the key between the circles. Reed over to Crenshaw. Gets it over to Hanson who's in for the first time this game. Hanson looking for a teammate. Gets it over to Logan Hessen. Hessen going to hand off to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks over to Hanson. Hanson to Reed along the perimeter. Reed. Looking for a shot, can't take it, gets it back to Ricks. Ricks uses a Hessen screen to get it over to Reed. Reed, top of the key, one dribble, has to get back out to Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Hanson in the corner. Hanson up to Reed, top of the three. No good, too strong, ball still loose. Knocked out of bounds by Galton, going to beat Portland basketball. Not a bad not a bad possession there. A lot of, a lot of ball movement on that possession, just just couldn't find an open shot. And you know, We had a, had a pretty good look at a three right there, just, just rimmed out. Apologies for that. I had something stuck in my stuck in my windpipe. I couldn't catch my breath. As DeCosta Ricks picks up JoJo Lyles mid-court. Snack wrap. That's right. That's what it was. Lyles trying to get middle. He does. Pulls up 15-footer. Ball bounces loose 
I call a loose ball foul, I think, on Gallatin. Yeah, that's going to be on Maxwell Moore. Is he was kind of uncontrolled going to get that rebound, and he just he's a big guy, so he just bodied the Portland kid, and he just fell to the ground. JoJo Lyles trying to get it in bounds. He does, top of the key to Will Hester. Hester back that's to Lyles. Travel. Lyles traveled, but they weren't called for it. Instead, DeCosta Ricks picks his pocket. Ricks going to drive strong to the cup. Throws it up. No good. Rebound Portland. JoJo Lyles going to push himself. He doesn't have numbers. He takes it. Attacks the basket. Throws it up. No good. Foul call on the play on Gallatin. Loose ball foul. No, excuse me, on Portland. That's yeah, going to be on Portland. It was on uh, Chase Runyon. I apologize. I thought it was on It was on the rebound. Just thought it was on the wrong team. As Gallatin's DeCosta Ricks. Slow walks it into the front court. Maxwell Moore, Traverius Reed, R.J. Crenshaw, Logan Hessen on the floor. Reed in the corner. Gets it back to Ricks. He throws it to Moore. Moore between the circle. Get, gets it to Crenshaw. Crenshaw looking down low. Can't get it down low. Swinging along the perimeter. Ends up back, to, back in Moore's hands in the corner. Moore over to Hessen. Hessen sets the screen for Ricks. Ricks trying to shake loose. Gets to the middle. Throws up a little runner. 12-footer. No good. Pulled down. Ball still loose. Thought it was going to be pulled down by Logan Hessen. Ends up in the hands of JoJo Lyles. Lyles into the front court trailing by three. Five minutes left to go in this first half. Lyles guarded by Ricks. Lyles trying to get baseline. Does get baseline. Goes up. R.J. Crenshaw meets him at the summit. Straight up. No foul call there. Good job, R.J. Crenshaw, using his 6'5", 6'6", frame going straight up. Not putting his hands over top, and JoJo Lyles couldn't get the ball over him. Chase Runyon out of the game for Portland as JoJo Lyles now going to inbound it underneath his own basket. Lyles looking for a teammate. Gets it out to Hester. Hester hands back out to Lyles in the corner. Lyles going to work his way back towards the middle. Guarded by Maxwell Moore. Lyles nearly loses it. Does lose it. Throws it out of bounds. Galton ball. Maxwell Moore. Came up for the pressure, and Lyles tried to tried to be fancy with it, tried to tip pass it to his teammate. Said tip passed it right out of bounds. Right, very very good minutes thus far by by Maxwell Moore. Moore inbounds it to Javarius Reed. Reed throws up the offense, walks it into the front court, gets it over to Ball. Bar Ball knocked away by Evan Brown. Not just not strong with it there, Austin. No, he wasn't in. That's one of the only times you'll see DeCosta Ricks go out. He went out and got him a swig of water. Isaiah Barr makes a mistake, and DeCosta Ricks is right back in. He'll learn. You just got to be more strong with the basketball. He will. He's young. As JoJo Lyles now walking into the front court for the Panthers. Going to drive baseline, kicks it off to Will Hester. Hester, nice little hop step. Ball blocked by R.J. Crenshaw. Do not bring that Kool-Aid to a grown man's party. As DeCosta Ricks into the front court, gets it over to Crenshaw in the corner. Crenshaw, pump fake, drives, throws up the shot, calls for the charge. It's the right call. Unfortunately, that's the right call, though. Portland inbounds it. JoJo Lyles, hip-high dribble, slow walks it, nearly loses it. Picked up by DeCosta Ricks. Ricks called for the for the foul there. Getting too handsy right there at the mid midcourt stripe as Lyles nearly lost that ball, so Ricks kind of pouncing on it, but still getting too much body in the way. Called for the loose ball foul as Portland gets it inbounds. Back to Lyles. Lyles 
Wants a screen, doesn't use a screen, gets to the cup, throws up a right-hand layup, no good. Rebound Maxwell Moore. Out to Ricks. Ricks going to push into the front court. Ricks getting middle, working middle, throw up 12-footer, no good. Off glass, rebounds loose, picked up by Lyles. Lyles gets it up to Evan Brown. Brown in the corner. Gets it to Will Hester. Hester throws up a wild shot. No good. Pulled down by Barr. Barr. Bringing it into the front court for Gallatin. Gets it over to Moore. Who gives it to Reed in the corner. Reed has to get back to the top of the key. Between the circle. Passing it along. Ends up in the hands of Barr. Barr looking for a teammate. Instead gets it over to Maxwell Moore. Top of the key. Moore over to Reed. Reed down to Hessen on the low block. Hessen back out to DeCosta Ricks. Top of the three. Good. Top of the key, 4-3. It's good. As DeCosta Ricks pushing his team up by 6. 19-13, 3-0-8 left to go in this first half. Also, I'm getting tripped up over my own words. Well, you're good. And I had to step away. I had to do a little politicking real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't want to leave you hanging too much. You had to talk quite a bit for a 30-second stretch there. But good job getting the ball down low to Logan Hessen. Yeah. He didn't have nothing going. They double-teamed him. He kicked it out to an open to Costa Ricks, and he drains the three. My wife says, all she said was, LOL, Mike Jones. Well, last week, I mean, Tuesday, you said you didn't know if you could pull out another good one. <laughs> You're just setting the bar high for yourself. So when we're at Hunter's Lane <laughs> Tuesday, you got to keep them coming. Got to keep them coming. Uh, I, I would be lying to you if I didn't crowdsource that one before tonight. But I did. I, I, I showed I showed Mandy that one last I'm night. I'm sure you did. As Portland, JoJo Lyle is going to walk it into the front court. Gets it over to Evan Brown. Brown, back to his teammate, top of the key. Gets a screen from Will Hester. Hester, now with the ball, top of the key. Tries to get to the cup, nearly lost it. Loose ball pulled in by Kamari Watkins. Watkins gets it over to Ricks. Ricks wants to push. Picks up a screen from Watkins. Watkins rolls to the basket, but can't get it. Instead, ends up in Isaiah Barr's hands, who's called for the travel. Sometimes these high school refs aren't up to date on all the new moves that they do. That's your typical jump yeah. set. Yeah, those jump are... set. And uh, technically, it's not a walk, but, uh, you know, it's what they're called. So. Lyles trying to break this drought for the Panthers. 19-13, they trail. 2.20 in, counting in the second quarter. Portland, top of the key, trying to get the backdoor cut. It's not there. Will Hester has to kick it out to his teammate along the perimeter. Tries a 12-footer. Instead, kicks it out of the corner. Trying to go baseline. Has nowhere to go. Shut off by Kamari Watkins. Will Hester throws up a, a left-hander. It's no good. Rebound pulled down by Isaiah Barr. Quickly into the front court. Down to Watkins low. Watkins throws up the layup. Two points. They just beat Portland down the floor that time. 21-13. Two minutes left to go. That's where Kamari Watkins belongs, and that's where he is a dog. Lyles walking into the front court, guarded by Ricks. Galton doing a much better job this first half, not allowing those backdoor cuts. Evan Brown, top of the key. Wanted a three, thought about a three, instead going to pull it down. Gets it over to his teammate in the corner. Trying to go baseline. Instead, got a handoff. Long three, deep three. No good. Nowhere close. Pulled down by Traverius Reed. Reed looking ahead, but still going to walk it into the front court. Picks up a screen from Kamari Watkins. Between the circles. Gets it over to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks, baseline. Has to kick it back out to Maxwell Moore. He wants a three. No good. Pulled down by Watkins. 
Watkins has to kick it back out to Ricks. Top of the key. No good. Rebound to Portland. JoJo Lyles out into the front court for the Panthers. Under a minute left to go in this first half. Guarded closely by DeCosta Ricks. Now, Reed on him. Reed knocks it away. Foul on the shot. They're saying Reed got him on the arm. Reed doesn't like it as JoJo Lyles will go to the strike for two. From up here, from our view, I don't like it either. But we're not in a we're not in the best view though, Austin. No, we're, we're up here pretty high. They're, they're on the opposite side of the court. Yeah, they're on the far end, and their back was to us, so can't tell if he got on. But Reed certainly didn't like it as Lyles' first free throw is no good. As as the old boys would say, the ball don't lie. The ball don't lie. That's what I was going to say. And Pro Galton, we don't like any calls against us, <laughs> but ball don't lie is right. JoJo Lyles, second free throw. Up and good. Galton up by seven. Twenty. We got a football game in this first half. 21-14, Austin. Yeah, we do. And speaking of football, we got some good state championship games going on today with Alcoa securing their ninth in a row. And then South Pittsburgh beating McKenzie and knocks West up against Page. Jacosta Ricks into the front court. He's going to drop baseline. He's going to throw below eight-footer. Pretty, it's good. Pretty. Jacosta Ricks used a quick screen from Kamari Watkins to get down low. About eight foot, and he threw up a little little jumper, and it went in. 23-14, 30 seconds left to go in this first half. Ricks all over JoJo Lyles. Lyles has to get it over his teammate. Back to Lyles between the circles in front of the coach's bench. Lyles, 16 seconds and counting, guarded by Ricks. Lyles content with trying to take this last shot. Can't shake Ricks just yet. Under 10 seconds, Lyles spins towards the basket, throws up a shot, foul. On the play, Maxwell Moore coming over, help side. Just got him with the body there. As Lyles started right, spun middle, and then was fouled on the shot. As Portland will go to the line, shooting two. Yeah, that's foul number two on Maxwell Moore, and that, that's big body versus big body, so there's going to be a lot of contact made there, and unfortunately it went against us. Lyles' first free throw is up and good. Zach, I know you and I are both football guys, and for your interest as well, West leads Page 24-19 with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter in the 5A state championship game. Figured that would be a pretty good game as Lyle's second free throw is up and good. 4.8 seconds left as Galton gets it into Ricks. Ricks quickly into the front court. He's going to pull up a nice three. No good. Rebound pulled down by Portland, and that will do it for the first half as Galton comes in with a seven-point lead after 16 minutes. They lead 23-16. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Green Wave Network on whinradio.com. In search of a trustworthy, locally owned and operated roofing company? Look no further than Shrum's Roofing Company in Gallatin. A family-owned business founded by three brothers, Shrum's Roofing, one of the top residential and commercial roofing companies in Tennessee. Listen to this review from Joe J. This is a professional operation. It was impressive to watch the crew work. They take great pride to protect the customer's property and maintain an immaculately clean job site. So whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, Shrum's Roofing has all your needs covered, including a lifetime warranty. Call today for a free estimate. 615-657-4489. That's 675-4489. Or visit their website and fill out a service request at shrumsroofing.com. You'll be in great hands with Shrums Roofing and Gallatin. Shrumsroofing.com. Shrums Roofing. Proud to bring you the Sumner County High School Sports Report. 
In search of a trustworthy, locally owned and operated roofing company? Look no further than Shrum's Roofing Company in Gallatin, a family-owned business founded by three brothers. Shrum's Roofing, one of the top residential and commercial roofing companies in Tennessee. Listen to this review from Joe J. This is a professional operation. It was impressive to watch the crew work. They take great pride to protect the customer's property and maintain an immaculately clean job site. So whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, Shrum's Roofing has all your needs covered, including a lifetime warranty. Call today for a free estimate. 615-657-4489. That's 675-4489. Or visit their website and fill out a service request at shrumsroofing.com. You'll be in great hands with Shrum's Roofing in Gallatin. Shrumsroofing.com. Shrum's Roofing. Proud to bring you the Sumner County High School Sports Report. Portland High School. Zach Womble alongside Austin Miller as Gallatin leads 23-16 over Portland. About four minutes left until the start of the third quarter. Austin is hot in here as Knoxville West. Little scores of interest from around the league. Knoxville West leads Page 24-19. 2.33 left to go. Page has got the ball. In this ball game, yeah, Page with the ball around the 45-yard line as they draw back. They're going deep. They got a man at about the 33-yard line. Works his way up to about 30 as clock winds under 2.15 left to go in the ball game. Austin, here in this first half, though, Gallatin, 23-16. It was a slow start, but they they poured it on there at the end of the first quarter and the entire second quarter as they lead by seven here at the break. What have you seen from this team so far tonight that, that lends you to believe why they have a seven-point lead? Yeah, you know, I, I feel like we continue to get better quarter after quarter uh, each game of the year. It's a different aspect of our game is is coming out and showing, and and tonight it's it's our ball movement on offense. We finally have started moving the ball a lot more and finding open guys and not forcing shots and not forcing passes, and our defense has continued to be good tonight. Uh, I said it in pregame, we we must stop or slow down JoJo Lyles after the twenty three point performance two weeks ago we, we've held him to five points we need to do a little bit better job of boxing him out he's got six boards as a point guard but still he, he's their leading scorer with with five points as as chase runyon is the second closest with four um but good job on our end of offense of finding open guys and we're not relying on the three this game as we have been in a couple other games uh, we, we've only made one three, and I think we've only attempted maybe four. Yeah. So we're not really relying on the three ball as we have in the past couple games. We're actually moving the ball around and finding the open man, finding the open cutter. 
Page going for the touchdown there. Ball knocked away by Knox West. But as we are just over two minutes left to go in this halftime, Gallatin again leading 23-16. If you're just now joining us, the Lady Panthers took down the Lady Wave in their first game, nearly by the identical score as, as the last time these two teams played as Page in the red zone takes a snap, drops, looks deep, incomplete. Going to bring up third and ten for the Patriots as the Rebels trying to hold on here for yet another state five, excuse me, class 5A state championship. And I believe this was the state championship matchup last year. It was. Um, with, with West going out on top and um, small world, obviously, you know, I'm from East Tennessee and uh, Knox West's head coach, Coach Brown, his son and I grew up playing travel baseball together. So um, him and his sister I grew up with. And pretty cool, their old man winning a state title last year, and he's got a chance to uh, win another one. As Paige, trying to buy time, finally does at the 10-yard line. Got a man open inside the five. Going to be a first down for the Patriots. As this clock now under a minute left to go in this football game, Page trying to bring a gold ball back to Middle Tennessee as they look to get a little bit of revenge, like Austin said on last year's state championship. To our to our basketball fans, Galton and Portland, they're they're still huddling to meet, and we still got forty seconds, so we're having a little little fun yeah. calling the football game as as we call football games as well. So we we've missed it, so we're we're getting our chance to do so. Like Austin said, about under 30 seconds left to go in this first, and excuse me, not in the first half, but in the in the break until the start of the third quarter. Excuse me, as I turn up my headset just a little bit so you can hear me a little bit better. There are your two whistles. So this second half getting ready to go underway. Austin, if you don't mind leaving that up, I'll throw out the final score when it does become final. Yep, we'll leave that up, and also a score of interest in the Pac-12 championship. Washington is up 17 to seven. Okay. Not what I was expecting, but nevertheless, Portland inbounding it in the second half underway. JoJo Lyles into the front court, gets it over to Chase Runyon. Runyon getting it down low to Braden Thornton. Thornton throwing up a shot, no good. Pulled down by Lyles. Lyles up, no good. Ball still loose. Pulled down by Maxwell Moore. Moore gets it into the hands of DeCosta Ricks. Ricks into the front court, guarded by Will Hester. Ricks going to get it to the high, high elbow to Logan Hessen. Hessen then out to the corner to the Maxwell Moore. Moore. Back up to Ricks. Ricks over to Reed. Reed back to Moore in the corner. Moore looking down low along the perimeter. Ends up in DeCosta Ricks' hands. Ricks looking down low. Instead, working the perimeter still. Ends up in the hands of Shavarius. Reed, top of the key. Reed making a couple moves. Gives it over to Maxwell Moore who hands it back to Reed. Reed over to Ricks. Ricks gets into the lane. Kicks it back out to RJ Crenshaw for three. No good. Rebound pulled down by Maxwell Moore once again. Foul on the floor, but Maxwell Moore... His third offensive rebound that's been key so far for this Green Wave team. Yeah, and you know, Maxwell Moore these past two games has been coming off the bench. He's he's still recuperating from a uh, season-ending injury last year, so good to see him kind of back healthy at it. Green Wave get the ball inbounds to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks over to Moore, top of the key. Moore gives it back to Reed. Reed surveying, gets it over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw trying to get the ball down low. He does to Logan Hessen. Hessen, one dribble, kicks it back out to Moore. Moore over to Reed. Reed to Ricks. Ricks to Crenshaw in the corner, kicks it down to Hessen. Hessen, strong move at the cup. No good. Got underneath the basket, couldn't put it in as Portland quickly into the front court. 
JoJo Lyles going to hand off Chase Runyon. Thought about a three. One dribble, pull up. 12-footer, good. 23-18, Gallatin into the front court. DeCosta Ricks gets it over to Traverius Reed. Reed surveying, trying to get it down low, but Logan Hessen is, Logan Hessen is double. Instead, gets it over to Crenshaw in the corner. You can hear the crowd picking up. Up to Ricks. Over to Moore. Moore to Reed in the corner. Reed surveying, looking. Has to give it to Moore. Top of the key between the circles. They're just working it along the perimeter right now. R.J. Crenshaw in the corner. Over to Moore. Moore back to Reed. Reed over to Ricks. Ricks finally gets it down low to Hessen. Hessen guarded by Chase Runyon. Has to kick it back out to DaCosta Ricks. Corner three. Good. Money. DaCosta Ricks cashes in from downtown. 26-18 Gallatin. JoJo Lyles into the front court. Gets it over to Will Hester. In front of his own student section. Has the ball knocked loose. Picks it up. Gets it over to Skyler Hicks. Top of the key. Hicks trying to hit the back door. Instead, throws it away. Throws it out of bounds. Anxious to see. They give it to Portland. Ooh, I don't know about that one, Mr. Heppard. That ball was thrown out of bounds by Portland. Last touch by Panthers, but Corey Heppard didn't get a good chance on it. Gives it back to the Panthers. He gives it over to Skyler Hicks, top of the key. Hicks gives it over to Lyles. Lyles pulls up 13-footer. No good. Re rebound Maxwell Moore. Moore gives it over to Ricks. Ricks pushes up to Logan Hessen. Hessen running the floor. Has the ball blocked. But gets his own rebound. Throws it back in. Logan Hessen running the floor. Cashing in on the offensive rebound. 28-18 Gallatin. JoJo Lyles. Looking for a teammate. Gets it over to Skyler Hicks. Hicks. Over to Braden Thornton. Thornton. Working down low in the low block. Throws up the shot. No good. Ball still loose. Picked up by Portland. Loose ball foul is the call as Skyler Hicks came crashing in as R.J. Crenshaw tried to pick it up. Instead, Hicks took out Crenshaw's knees, and it, Crenshaw ended up on the floor for the loose ball foul. Yeah, and being a big guy like Crenshaw, I was, you get a little nervous. You get a little nervous on he, the, yeah. When he gets hit from behind, he's he's low on the ground for a, a leg injury. Yeah. He's good. Galton brings it into the front court. DeCosta Ricks gets it over to Crenshaw in the corner. Thought about a three instead. Gets it back over to Ricks. Ricks trying to work middle. Throws it away. Turnover, turnover Gallatin. Yeah, try to get it out to Maxwell Moore and with his left-hand pass, but this ref is maybe saying it's tip. All right. We'll, we'll take it. Just like the last one under, under <laughs> underneath the basket. I don't know if it was Portland's. I don't know if this was Gallatin's, but we'll take it. Makeup call. DeCosta Ricks with the ball in the front court. Kicks it over to Traverius Reed. Reed over to Maxwell Moore in the corner for three. In and out, no good. Pull down Logan Hessen. Strong with the ball. Going back up for two. Logan Hessen establishing himself down low on the low block once again. 30-18 Gallatin. 4.22 and counting in this third quarter. Portland going to drive baseline. Gets to the middle. Nice pass. Chase Ruddy and throws up a little floater. Good. Nice move there from Will Hester to get into the paint. Dish it down low to Chase Runyon. He puts it up for two. 30-20 Gallatin. DeCosta Ricks gives it over to Traverius Reed between the circles. Reed gets over to Moore. Moore has to give it back to Reed. Reed left side gets to the cup. Dishes it off. Throws it away out of bounds. Go up with the left-hand layup there, Traverius. Yeah, that, that's what I was about to say. And I think that's what Coach Luna is saying as well. Just go up with the open, wide-open wide left-hand layup instead of trying to dish it. R.J. Crenshaw, who was covered. Portland into the front court, gets it over to Chase Runyon. Runyon in front of his own bench. 
Has to give it over to Braden Thornton. Thornton thought about a three instead. One dribble pull up. No good. Rebound. Ball still loose. Pulled down by Logan Hessen. Hessen gets it over to Ricks. Ricks wants to push. Hip high dribble into the front court. Far, far perimeter. Works middle. Looking for Logan Hessen on the cut. Can't find him. Gets it over to Traverius Reed in the corner. Reed works back middle. Gives it over to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw along the perimeter. Gives it back to Ricks. Ricks back to Reed. Top of the key. Over to Moore. Crenshaw to hit. Henson, Henson over to DeCosta Ricks, long three, no good. Rebound by Chase Runyon. That's a long three from DeCosta Ricks. They didn't touch anything as Portland quickly into the front court. JoJo Lyles with the scoop and score layup, 30-22 to Gallatin. Moving the ball well, just not taking good shots right now. DeCosta Ricks walks it into the front court. Gets it over to Traverius Reed along the perimeter. Reed works back middle, gives it back to Ricks. Ricks looking down low, can't get it down low. Now gets it to Logan Hessen. Logan Hessen strong. No dribble. Up with the left hand. Good. Logan Hessen. Is he a lefty? He is a lefty. Okay. That great pass by R.J. Crenshaw to find him right there. But, but yeah, we don't see Logan Hessen shoot much except layups, but he indeed is a lefty. I was going to say he's very strong with that off-ball hand, but it makes, makes much more sense that he is a lefty. Portland along the perimeter. Chase Runyon thought about a long three. Step back in R.J. Crenshaw's face. No good. Ball hit the rim, bounce off the top of the backboard, out of bounds for Gallatin. Zach, why we got a break in action, Knox West secured the win. They had, Paige had the ball on the three-yard line with no timeouts with 40 seconds to go. They ran the ball twice and had to throw it on their last play, and time expired. So Knox West going back-to-back -back in 5-8. Congratulations to the Rebels. As DeCosta Ricks walks it into the front court for Gallatin. Gets it over to Hessen. Hessen to Watkins, top of the key. Back to Ricks. Ricks to Barr. Top of the key for three. Barr's shots no good. Ball still loose. Pulled down by Portland. Isaiah Barr really wants it tonight, Austin. He does, and shots aren't falling. He's, he's going to find a way to, to make himself known in this game, whether it be a, a good assist or a couple rebounds. But they're going to they're start falling. He's a shooter. Let him keep shooting. Ball knocked loose, out of bounds. Going to stay with Portland as Evan Brown makes his way in for Portland and then number 10 for the Panthers. Don't know his name, so I apologize. Last name, Tucker. Tucker. As Thornton, top of the key with the ball for the Panthers, gives it back over to Evan Brown. Brown to Chase Runyon. Runyon, guarded by Crenshaw. Fakes right, goes left, has the ball Ooh. poked away. Foul on the play. Reaching in as the call on Crenshaw. That's his third foul. Thought we got away with a little backside poke to get a steal, but he got us on the reach in. Portland going to inbound it from under their own basket. Gets it into Braden Thornton. Thornton going to hand off JoJo Lyles, top of the key. Lyles nearly loses it. Instead gets it over Chase Runyon for the three. No good. Rebound is loose. In the hands of Hessen. Hessen gets it over to Ricks. Ricks wants to push quickly into the front court. Ricks, nice pass. Ball still loose. Ends up in the hands of R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw has to be strong with it. They're calling a foul on Portland on the floor. I thought he was going to call a jump ball, and I was going to – no need to put the ball on the floor right there for for R.J. Crenshaw. Just go up with it, young fella. But we, we got JoJo Lyles on the reaching foul. Rick's going to inbound it from under his own basket, looking for somebody. Has to get it out, does, to Isaiah Barr in the corner. Barr tries to get it down low to Hessen. Nice little entry pass. Kicks it back out to Barr. Barr over to Rick's top of the key. 
over to Watkins. Watkins swings it to Moore, and now Gallatin playing a little hot potato on the long, along the perimeter. DeCosta Ricks walked it back to the midcourt line. Ricks trying to break down the defense. Hands it over to Kamari Watkins. Watkins gets middle. Nice little Euro Beautiful step. Move. Missed, oh, the layup. missed the layup. Should have been called for the walk there. As Portland gets the defensive rebound, pushes into the front court quickly. Chase Runyon for three. Good. Lazy defense there from Gallatin. 32-25. 35 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Costa Ricks has no problem walking this into the front court. Portland crowd starting to chant defense as we are now under 20 seconds left to go at half. Or excuse me, until the 20 seconds to the end of the third quarter. Ricks patiently waiting. Waiting. He's going to take one final shot. Ricks gives it over to Maxwell Moore. Moore has to give it back to Ricks. Six seconds. Ricks, top of the key, gets a screen, tries to work middle, has the ball knocked away. Portland with the chance from half court. Heave off the front rim. No good. 32-25. That is your score. Into the third quarter. Don't go anywhere. We should have an exciting fourth quarter when we come back. You're listening to Green Wave Network on WHNRadio.com. here to Portland High School where Gallatin leads 32-25 at the end of the three quarters getting ready to start of the fourth quarter shout out to Jeremy Cook with the Gallatin Band for getting us the fight song to be able to play for you guys really appreciate the Gallatin Band coming through and getting this getting us that audio to bring to you guys as Gallatin will start the fourth quarter with possession Maxwell Moore ends mounts it to DeCosta Ricks Ricks going to hit by dribble into the front court Guarded by Evan Brown. Ricks gets it over to Maxwell Moore. Moore up to Barr between the circles. Moore back to Hessen. Along the perimeter gets it down low to Maxwell Moore. Moore kicks it back out to Isaiah Barr for three in the corner. Good. Money. Isaiah Barr lacking no, conf uh, lacking no confidence there. 35-25. As Evan Brown takes the three. Misses. Pulls down by Moore. Moore gets it over to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks quickly into the front court. Ricks trying to work middle. Gets it back over to Isaiah Barr in the corner. Fakes the three. Said pulls it back out to Moore. Moore gets it over to Ricks in the corner for the three. No good. Ball out of bounds. I meant to say Barr not lacking confidence. Yeah, not lacking confidence after he's had a, a rough day shooting the ball. And like I said, he's a good shooter. Continue to shoot the ball. and the, It's, it's going to find the bottom of the net. and It definitely did there. Green wave up by 10. Seven minutes left to go in this fourth quarter. 35-25. Portland into the front court. Into the hands of Chase Runyon. Runyon looking down low. Can't get it down low. Top of the key. Gets it over to Evan Brown. Brown back to Runyon in the corner. Portland wants a three. Instead drives middle. Scoop layup. No good. Pulled down by Isaiah Barr. Barr gets it over to Ricks. Ricks works middle. Has to pull it back out. 
Rex wanted to get to the cup, couldn't get to the cup, had bodies, smartly pulled it out. Now standing in front of the student section in front of Portland. Kicks it over to Isaiah Barr. Barr trying to rainbow pass it in, not a good pass. Luckily will stay with Gallatin as Chase Runyon came over from the weak side and knocked that one away out of bounds. We'll stay with Gallatin. Isaiah Barr going to inbound it for the wave. Barr gets it over quickly to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks going to reset the offense up to Maxwell Moore. He gives it to Crenshaw. Crenshaw up to Barr, top of the key. Barr to Maxwell Moore. Moore over to Ricks. Ricks to Hessen. Just passing it along the perimeter. Ball's in. Barr's hand. Knocked, knocked loose. Going to stay with Gallatin. Thought for sure that was knocked off by Gallatin, but... Uh, yeah, I did so as well, and pressure's getting to the young Isaiah Barr there and doing a little too much dribbling out in the five-second zone. Just needs to continue to move the ball around and find an open man. Gallatin gets it in. Ball end up, ends up in the hands of Traverius Reed in the corner. Reed gets it over to Hessen. Hessen down low to Maxwell Moore. Moore throwing up the layup. No good. Ball still loose. Knocked loose, going to be out of bounds, going to retain possession for the Green Wave. Once again, Logan Hessen finds Maxwell Moore. I, I wish these big boys would quit putting the ball on the floor every time they get the ball. Just go up with that layup. Traverius Reed trying to get it in bounds. He finally does. And Bobby Luna wants a timeout. 5.56 left to go in this fourth quarter. Gallatin leading 35-25. Austin, it, Portland's come out with a lot of intensity in this second half. And uh, I know we're still up by 10, but I don't I don't like the way it feels right now. Yeah, it, it feels like they have the momentum going their way as as we've kind of gone ice cold on offense other than that Isaiah Bar 3. We're, 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 we're passing a lot on the perimeter. We're not trying to find an open man. It's taken eight to nine passes before uh, we can find an open man. There's a gentleman in the crowd pointing, and I have no idea if he's pointing at us, if he's pointing at... I think he's pointing at you, Austin. He's either pointing at me or he's pointing at him. That's, that's, my, that's my brother from another mother, Raymond Fitz. I play softball with him. Yeah, so. well, Raymond Fitz, that's a name that Gallatin fans should know well. As Greenway get it in to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks over to Maxwell Moore, top of the key. Moore gets it to Reed. Reed back over to Ricks between the circles. Guarded closely by JoJo Lyles. Ricks gets it over to Hessen. Hessen to Moore. Moore back to Ricks. Ricks looking down low. Take it to Traverius Reed. Reed. One dribble, pull up, left side, no good. Ball is pulled down by Braden Thornton. Gets it into the hands of Chase Runyon. Runyon called for the double dribble, walked either one. It was either a double dribble or a walk, but it was ugly, whatever it was. <laughs> it was. And he, he was palming up the ref and yep. not thinking he did so, but we saw it clearly from up here. But It kind of got caught. Right, and on that last possession, I like that possession a lot better by the Green Wave. Tavarius Reed with a little pump fake drive and a little 12-foot Jumper misses it, but I like that possession a lot better. DeCosta Ricks takes a screen, pulls up eight-footer. Good. Nice little screen there from Logan Hessen to set him free on the right side as number three connects from two. 37-25, 5-15 in county. Portland into the front court. Gets it into the corner. Braden Thornton, top of the key, yarded by Maxwell Moore. Nearly loses his balance. Has to kick it over to Chase Runyon, top of the key. That's running deep. for a deep three. No good. Ball pulled down by Maxwell Moore. DeCosta Ricks wants to run. He's got numbers. He throws it ahead to R.J. Crenshaw out of bounds. That's what I'm talking about. We're, we're, we're forcing too much things. Settle the offense down. you got a 12-point lead with 4.56 to go. 
There's no shot clock in high school basketball. No hurry. Settle it down. Exactly. No hurry. Portland into the front court. Nearly has the ball poked away. Retains possession. Top of the key. They hand it off to Chase Runyon. Runyon guarded by Logan Hessen. Loses his balance. Ball still loose. Picks it up. Runyon gets to the middle of the floor. Throws up 11-footer. Good. Making something out of nothing. Picasso Ricks gets the inbound for Maxwell Moore. And Ricks happy with walking this, jogging this into the front court. Ricks picks up a screen from Logan Hessen. Kicks it out. R.J. Crenshaw, corner three. Good. Bottom. Bang. Nothing but the bottom of the net. R.J. Crenshaw forcing the timeout from Portland. 40-27. to 4.16 left to go in this fourth quarter as Gallatin has opened up a 13-point lead. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Green Wave Network on WHINradio.com. Portland High School is the Green Wave lead by 13, 40 to 27, 416 left to go in this fourth quarter as Portland calls a timeout following an R.J. Crenshaw corner three in front of his own bench. Speaking of him shooting that corner three, coming into this game, he was shooting 60% from three, leading the team. Not a bad percentage. JoJo Lyle trying to get into the middle Ooh, of the flame. Get that out of here. Has that swatted away by Maxwell Moore. Logan Hessen brought down the rebound, but had pressure in his face, was knocked out of bounds. Instead of the foul call, they just say it's a turnover by Gallatin. Chase Runyon under his own basket, gets it out to his teammate. Skyler Hicks. Hicks over to Lyles. Lyles to Runyon. Runyon wants to work baseline, little four-footer, throws it up good. He got inside the Gallatin defense. Worked in for an easy two as Casa Ricks into the front court under 315 counting. Ricks over to Reed. Reed looking down low. Can't get it down low. Instead, along the perimeter, giving it to Ricks. Ricks backs it up. Gives it back to Reed. Reed trying to get it to Hessen on the low block. He can't get there. Reed got to go a long way right side. Hands it off to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw back to Maxwell Moore. Moore over to Reed. Trying to work left side. Can't go left side. Has to get it back to DeCosta Ricks. Top of the circle. Ricks tries to break down JoJo Laws. Can't. Works it back out. Gives it over to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw guarded closely by Chase Runyon. Crenshaw around the crotches, around the volleyball stripe. Gets it over to Logan Hessen between the circles. Hessen back over to Ricks. Ricks has got the double team. Gets it up quickly over to Hessen. Hessen out to Maxwell Moore for the corner three. No good. Rebounds loose. Not sure the call is. Jump ball is the call. We'll give it to Portland. That technically goes down as a Logan Hessen rebound. Yeah. With a jump ball, so... He just keep, continues to add to his total of rebounds as he is he's up to nine rebounds now. 255 and counting, 40 to 29 Gallatin. Portland into the front court. Chase Runyon wants a long three. It's short. 
Pulled down by the Panthers. So throws it up. No good. Ball still loose. Picked up by DaCosta Ricks. Ricks loses the ball, but it ends up in the hands of R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw hands it back to Ricks. Ricks going to slow it down. It got a little crazy there for a second, and that's why Bobby Loon is calling the timeout. Exactly. Exactly right. Calm things down. 2.30 to go. Up 11. Play at our pace right now. R.J. Crenshaw with six points for the green wave. Maxwell Moore. Oh, their points just went away. I was five. Five with five points. I was reading it off the video board up there, Austin. Uh, the Costa Ricks with, with 12 and Logan Hessen with 12. Logan Hessen is closing in on his second straight game with a double-double as he is one rebound away from the 12-10 mark. Portland. First team out of the timeout. Waiting on the green wave. As Gout takes their time out of the timeout, 232 remaining, leading 40 to 29. You mentioned Logan Hessen with 12 points, RJ Crenshaw six points, Maxwell Moore five points. As Gallatin gets it into various Reed. Reed gets it back to Ricks. Ricks nearly has the ball poked away, guarded closely by Will Hester. Has to get rid of it. He's guarded closely. This might be a five-second call. Push. Instead, they call Will Hester with the push. DeConso yeah, Riggs was there in very dangerous territory as he was close to the out-of-bounds line and also the half-court line. And ball above his head. He just had to get away with the wood right there. R.J. Crenshaw going to inbound it for Gallatin. They're going to get a nice little spot on that, on that sideline to try to get it in. Not very close Time to the half court, half court stripe. Five seconds is the call. Can't get it in. Galton has struggled all night long with inbounds. Yeah, they have, especially when they have put on pressure in the half court. They haven't put on a full court pressure, but the half court situation. We've had we've had troubles getting an open defender or an open guy on offense. Two twenty and counting. Portland into the front court, trailing by eleven. Chase Runyon with the back cut throws up a little reverse layup. Good and the foul. On Logan Hessen, Chase Runyon just got behind the defense and threw up a little reverse layup and the foul. Going to try to cut this deficit to eight with 2.11 left to go in this fourth quarter. You know, Portland is very good at those backdoor cuts. I mean, we haven't played a team thus far this year that has cut better than they have. Runyon connects on the three-point play, 40-32, 2.06 left. Costa Ricks. Guarded by JoJo Lyles into the front court. Hands off Traverius Reed. Reed breaks down the defense, gets to the middle, gets it back into the corner to Ricks. Ricks, top of the key, ends up back in the hands of Traverius Reed. Gallatin had a wide-open shot, but they didn't take it. As Maxwell Moore has the ball in his hands, gives it over to Traverius Reed. Reed sends it back over to Costa Ricks. And Portland now forced to foul. 143 and counting. I do not believe that's enough fouls to shoot for two. Nope, it's got to be five. As Portland still has three more fouls to give. R.J. Crenshaw going to inbound it to Maxwell Moore. Moore going to get it down to Logan Hessen. Nice little backdoor cut. Logan Hessen finding DeCosta Ricks. Eyes in the back of his head as number three cuts to the basket for the left-handed layup to push Gallatin back up by 10 with 130 and counting. JoJo Lyles working baseline, getting baseline to the cup. R.J. Crenshaw called for the foul there as JoJo Lyles will go to charity stripe shooting too. Nothing much more you can do there, R.J. Crenshaw, as JoJo Lyles created the contact on the baseline, driving for the for the layup. But they, they did get R.J. Crenshaw, and that is his fourth foul. 
At this point, you got to ride him out. There's only a minute 27 left as JoJo Law's first free throw is no good, too strong. Just got to ride him out. I mean, if he fouls out, he fouls out. Right, up by 10 with a minute 27 to go. Let him go. Yeah. His presence is, is too important to take out, even though, you know, 10-point lead with a minute 27 seems safe. You just never know as JoJo Law's second free throw is up and good. Now Portland with a full-court press. They get it in to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks breaks down the defense, has to then pull it back out. Gives it over to Maxwell Moore. Moore gets it up to Javarius Reed, past the half-court foul, half-court line. Whistle on the play. Foul is the call. Just going to be on Thornton. That's his third. Bobby Luna wants a full timeout here with a minute 18 left. In this fourth quarter, Austin. Going to get a little interesting right here as Portland's going to continue to pressure us on the inbounds. And you mentioned it. We've struggled getting the ball in. So you know they're going to put as much pressure as they can on us to try to create turnovers to cut this thing down with only a minute a minute and 18 to go. You're absolutely right. As Bobby Luna now talks to his team to try and draw up the perfect play. So does Portland head coach John Ferguson as the Portland cheerleaders trying to cheer up the home crowd. Gallatin cheerleaders doing their best to cheer up the away crowd. Gallatin doing a really nice job making the trip up the ridge to support not only the Green Wave but the Lady Wave tonight. They had a nice crowd in attendance for them and then obviously the home crowd has been here the entire night supporting both Lady Wave, or excuse me, Lady Panthers and the Panthers. But Austin up by nine a minute Minute 18 left. What are you expecting here? Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting Portland to come out and put a, tons of pressure on us as we've struggled to get the ball in, but they're going to have to foul to send us to the line. Get the ball in, find the open man, draw the foul, make our free throws, and let's go back down the ridge to, to Gallatin and call tonight. R.J. Crenshaw trying to get it inbounds. He does to DeCosta Ricks in the backcourt. Ricks picked up by Will Hester. Ricks going to cross the timeline. Fouled by Hester. They've still got another foul to give. Austin, who's the best free throw shooter on our team this year so far? So far, our, our best free throw shooter would be Isaiah Barr and R.J. Crenshaw. Uh, they both came into this game shooting 75% from the charity strike. Gallatin gets it in to Javarius Reed. Portland called for the loose ball foul. And now Gallatin will go to the stripe shooting two the rest of the quarter. Isaiah, Bar excuse me, Traverius Reed stepping to the line. On the floor for Gallatin. DeCosta Ricks, R.J. Crenshaw, Maxwell Moore, and Logan Hessen as Reed's first free throws up and no good. Gallatin still up by nine, 110 left to go. Traverius Reed is only shooting 33% from the line this year, and he seems to be the guy to foul as he misses the first one, but he does make the second one. Up by 10, 110 left to go in this fourth quarter. JoJo Lyles, hip high dribble into the front court, guarded by DeCosta Ricks. Gets it over to Chase Runyon, who works middle. Runyon looking for a long three. Takes a long three. Good. Bottom of the net for Chase Runyon. Galton gets it in quickly. DeCosta Ricks working sideline. Portland tried to get over. Braden Thornton tried to get over to take the charge. But Corey Heppard going to call the block on the Panthers to send number three to the line for two. That's a close call right there, Austin. That is a close call. And... Luckily, it, it went our way, and, and it sends the Costa Ricks, who is shooting 54% from the free throw line, to the line for a chance at two. 
Gallatin up by seven. 53 seconds left. Dustin Ricks first free throw in and out. No good. 43-36. Gallatin still leads by seven. Ricks dribbled three times. Spin. Dribble again. Shot up and good. 44-36. Chase Runyon quickly into the front court. Guarded by R.J. Crenshaw. Runyon wants a three. Can't take a three. Has to give it over to Evan Brown in the corner. He wants a three. Good. Evan Brown connecting in the corner. Gallatin gets it in quickly to DeCosta Ricks, who is fouled. Portland starting to get hot from deep. They were hot in the first game we played them, and this game they really haven't been hot. And randomly, they just started firing them up, and they're, they're hitting the bottom of the net. Panthers are a pesky team that will not go away. As Gallatin's DeCosta Ricks to the line for two crucial free throws up by five. First free throw good. 45-39, 42.3 seconds left in this non-district campaign. Gallatin trying to get some revenge for their loss a couple weeks ago to the Panthers. DeCosta Ricks second free throw good. Two huge free throws from number three. Chase Runyon quickly into the front court. Takes a long three. He's fouled and the shot. Unbelievable. Chase Runyon connecting from three plus the foul. Wow. That'll be it for R.J. Crenshaw as he is fouled out of the game. Portland has connected on their last four three-pointers to draw within four. And Chase Runyon has a chance to make this a one-possession game with this free throw. 36.8 seconds left. Chase Runyon up to 24 points in this game is at, at the half. At the half, he only had four points, so he has came out and had a 20-point second half. Portland wants a timeout. They will take it, trailing by four, 36.8 seconds. This Panthers team refusing to go away as Gallatin trying to cling to a four-point four lead with 36.8 seconds left. Austin, they've gone unconscious from three in this last few minutes. They have, and, and we haven't done our job at closing out the game. We've, we've left two or three free throws at the line, and, and on the defensive end, we've gotten, got, kind of gotten a little soft and allowing them to just throw up some threes. I mean, that one, that was great defense from R.J. Crenshaw, but found him on the backside, but Chase Runyon just, he, he can't miss right now. Not sure how, if you're Gallatin, you're just not guarding the three-point line. I mean, allow them to drive to the basket for two, guard that three-point line, because a three is the only way they can get back in it, and that's exactly what they've done with four threes in this fourth quarter, and I think it's because Gallatin not, has not done a good enough job along the perimeter guarding that three-point line. They'd rather give up the three instead of give up the drive. Well, newsflash, three is worth more than two, so let's start guarding that perimeter, Austin. Yeah, let, let, let's do that. And the game could have been sealed by now, but what, what do you do right here, right here, Zach, if, if you're Chase running, do you miss this on purpose and try to get an offensive rebound to, no, to you, come you, to a two-point game? No, there's plenty of time. 36.8 seconds left. You try to make this if you're Chase. Down by four, 46-42. Free throw up and good. Cuts it to three. Portland into the front. Full court pressure. Gets it over to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks is going to break down the defense with ease, and he's going to be fouled going back to the line. That's Rick. Runyon's fourth foul. Rick's doing a lot of running, though. I know number three is tired, but these are two, I said it last time, I'll say it again, two critical free throws for number three. 
Gallatin leading 46-43. 33.9 seconds. The Costa Ricks first free throw up and good. 47-43. You know, and I've said it for a while. People around you aren't going to remember the three you missed in the second quarter, but they are going to remember the free throws that you missed at the end of the game to, to seal it. But you know what? The Costa Ricks, he's got that ice in his veins as he just makes those two right there. Two free throws for Ricks. Four for four in the clutch for number three as Gallatin calls a timeout. 33.9 seconds left. Up by five. Don't go anywhere. We're not either as we're just 30 seconds. Well, nope. Bobby Luna has called a full full timeout. So let's take a full timeout as well. Don't go anywhere. You listen to the Green Wave Network on WHIN Radio. Portland High School, 33.9 seconds left. Gallatin leading 48 to 43. Portland inbounding the ball to JoJo Lyles into the front court. Lyles guarded by Devontae Harris. Lyles getting to the cup, throws up the runner. Good. And the foul. Blocking call is the blocking charge is the call on Maxwell Moore as Portland connects on the two-pointer plus the foul. Old-fashioned chance of the old-fashioned three-point playoffs. Yeah, unfortunately, that was a bad attempt at a charge. It JoJo Lyles barely made contact with him, and Maxwell Moore, Maxwell Moore went down as JoJo Lyles makes the free throw. 48-46, Gallatin into the hands of DeCosta Ricks. He breaks the defense with ease. Gets it into the corner to Devontae Harris. Harris back to Ricks. They're calling for the foul. Ricks is fouled. 17.1 seconds up by two. We'll say it again, Austin. Two clutch free throws on the way for number three. You, you got to have at least one right here. Not sure if I'm coming in too loud for you, Austin. But no, I, you're, you're, you're good. As DeCosta Ricks stepping to the charity stripe for his first free throw up. Good. 49-46, Gallatin up by three. Timeout, Portland. They want a 30-second, so we're not going to go anywhere, Austin, as Gallatin with the chance to go up by four with 17 seconds. We just saw four is still a one-possession game, technically. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to happen often, but it's already happened once, so we can't, you know, we can't count it out anymore as Gallatin trying to go up by four on this second DeCosta Ricks free throw when we return. Right. you, you got to roll out the three on this possession if you can. Guard the three extremely well. Force them to... Go, force them to get the ball down low in the paint and try to go for two. Um, don't let him shoot a three. Chase Runyon's the hot guy. He's going to try to draw a foul. You know, he's going to try to kick his leg out, maybe draw a foul, yeah. and get that and one three. So we got to do a, a very good job at pressuring the defender and guarding the perimeter right here and just not allowing a three. Both teams still going over their plays. Looks like Gallatin and Portland going to come out at the same time. 
Gallatin leading 49-46. Excuse me, 17.1 seconds left in this fourth quarter. DeCosta Ricks stepping to the line for his second of two free throws. Home crowd starting to make some noise. Ricks dribbles three times, spins, dribbles once, second free throw up. Good. 50 to 46, 17 seconds left. JoJo Lyles gets the ball inbounds, guarded, guarded by Devontae Harris. Lyles trying to work middle, does get middle, gets to the cup, right hand layup. Good. 50 to 48, eight seconds left. They get the ball into Isaiah Barr. Barr quickly fouled with 5.2 seconds left. Talk about some more clutch free throws, Austin. You, you've got to have these right here. Got to have them. Yeah, at least one. Isaiah Barr into the game for the first time in a little bit. Stepping to the line for some clutch free throws. 50-48. to 48. Barr's first free throw up and good. 51-48. 5.2 seconds left. Barr with the chance to put Gallatin up by four. Two dribbles, sets, fires, good. Isaiah Barr cashes in two critical free throws. Green Wave up by four. Lyles gets it quickly up to Chase Runyon, who throws it in from long range. No good. Rebound pulled down by Logan Hessen. And that will do it as your Green Wave stave off a furious second half fourth quarter rally from Portland as they come in to the Portland Panthers home and take the win 52-48 on the road to exact some revenge and that's one win closer for head coach Bobby Luna who sits at win number 499 at Gallatin High School has the chance to win number 500 on the road next week at Hunters Lane we're going to take a quick break but don't go anywhere when we come back we'll have post game analysis and more you've been listening to the Green Wave Network on WHIN Radio here to Portland High School is the Gallatin Green Wave win 52 to 48 over the homestanding Portland Panthers get a little bit of a revenge for a couple weeks ago when Portland came in and got the win at Gallatin Austin it was a hard fought win it was a win in the second half where you know we had to stave off a furious rally from that Portland team but we kind of expected that this is this is what Portland is is who Portland is they're a hard fought team they work hard for everything they get they're scrappy they could be maybe annoying to play against um, but one that when you do play against them, you know your team's going to be better for it. Right, and, and I mentioned it in pregame. It was going to be a hostile environment, and it very much was a hostile environment. Uh, l luckily, we, we held them low amount of points. We, we, we essentially had the lead almost the whole game. 
which which helped with the environment. We kind of controlled the environment. We controlled the game. We let it slip away from us at the end and, and gave them a little bit of momentum and, and some edge, but props to uh, the Greenway for pulling this one out. Absolutely, and we were talking kind of off air who our player of the game was going to be. And before we get into that, Austin, I'll let you take over for that, but I want to say shout-out to um, Isaiah Bard, DeCosta Ricks, and anyone else that hit some clutch. For, I'm, I hope I'm not forgetting about it, but I think it was just those two that hit the most clutch free throws there at the end down the stretch to seal this victory um, for Gallatin. So shout-out to Isaiah Barr coming in cold. You know, he hit those two clutch free throws to seal that win. You know, outside of that, he only had the three-pointer. He had a couple turnovers. He didn't play his best game, but for him to come in off the bench cold and hit those two clutch free throws, I mean, that says a lot about not only this basketball team, but it says a lot about the ice running through the veins of Isaiah Barr. Yeah, it does, and I mentioned it earlier in the game that he didn't have his best game shooting, and, and I said over the air that something was going to happen where a play was going to have to be made by him. But like you mentioned, player of the game, Normally we'll have them here on the air and asking them questions, but we're a country mile away from the court here at Portland <laughs> in the locker room, so we're going to cover it ourselves. But before I get to the player of the game, I want to give a quick shout-out to Logan Hessen. Once again, 12 points, 10 rebounds. That's two double-doubles in back-to-back games. It, it's, it, it would he, he very well is deserving of player of the game, but in other terms of this game, DeCosta Ricks, uh, the senior point guard, is getting our player of the game award as, as he had 21 points. He had seven uh, in the first half, and then he comes out and has a huge second half. As he didn't have really things going from deep like he normally does, but he drove the lane well. He drew fouls, and, and not to mention six free throws in a row at the very end of the game to, to seal this win as, as he had the clutch genes um, in his blood. So, DeCosta Ricks, congratulations on being our player of the game. You know, it, it was a well-played game. It was a well-played team game. R.J. Crenshaw hit big big shots. We were talking about Maxwell Moore maybe being our player of the game in the third quarter because he had played so well. We mentioned Isaiah Barr, of course, DeCosta Ricks, uh, Logan Hessen, um, you know, Traverius Reed. I know he may not lit it up tonight, but I thought he played well for the Green Wave. So, overall, a big team win for Gallatin. Now, what is ahead as we try to get out of this gym? I know they're, they're, they're ready for us to get out of here. But head coach Bobby Luna just got his win number 499 at Gallatin on the road at Hunter's Lane. December 5th has a chance right there to get number 500 at Gallatin. And then we're back at home for two games, December 8th against Stewart's Creek and then December 12th against Lebanon. So if he doesn't get it this Tuesday, which we like to think he will, got a chance to get it at home, which, hey, could be even better. Right, and for those listening, come out next I think it's next Friday. When's the home game? What? You yeah, said the eighth. What day of the week is that? That's a Friday. Yep, it's December eighth. It's Friday. Definitely, definitely want to have a lot of Gallatin fans coming out to that because if you do or don't know, we we have changed the name of the court to Bobby Luna Court, and they are presenting the court in his name to him. So there's going to be a special presentation for Coach Luna on the awesome accomplishment of having the court named after him. So if we can't get the win at Hunter's Lane, it'd be pretty cool to get his 500th at home on his own court that he is being recognized for. But I feel I feel certain that if we go into Hunter's Lane and handle our business, his 500s will be there, and uh, we can just keep adding on and hope to get his 500 in, in first game at home. 52-48 is your final. Gallatin over Portland. You've been listening to the Green Wave Network on WHIN Radio. Hope to see you back here on WHIN Radio next Tuesday as Gallatin hits the road for Hunter's Lane. But if we don't, hope to see you next Friday, er, next Friday at home, Friday, December 8th, for the Green Wave when they come home against Stewart's Creek. You've been listening to Austin Miller and Zach Womble. This is the Green Wave Network on WHANradio.com.
been listening to a special Sumner County High School sports presentation live and streaming worldwide on WHINradio.com WHINradio your local Sumner County High School sports broadcast leader